We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. God bless you. Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Dave Shear, the host of Refuge Freedom Stories. Today, I'm here with Dave Hancock. Dave is involved as a volunteer at the Arcade. How long have you been at the Arcade, Dave? Yeah, I volunteered on, on teams mm-hmm. uh, for about seven years, and then I was uh, an evening meal supervisor mm-hmm. uh, for a couple years, and then obviously things just shut down uh, with COVID, but I'm getting back involved with stuff mm-hmm. over the last couple months, so that's probably cool. about 10 years in total. Wow, that's quite a bit of time. But that's that's how I met you, is uh, coming into the Arcade, too have a, a meal myself and uh, got to know you uh, doing the devotionals and things before the meal prayer yeah. time yeah and that's one of the real blessings I've found for myself mm-hmm. from being at the ark is meeting wonderful people like yourself well thank you, know, you. It's just been a blessing to me I learned so much from the mm-hmm. from the community here it's just as I say it's just been a real total blessing from God well, likewise I mean it, out of all the people here you're one of the people that sort of I consider a mentor you have t- always had taken the time to help me going through a couple years of healing and taking the time to pray with me myself and, and talk with me and, and there's no way of putting a, a value or a price tag on something like that so so the appreciation is there, dear. Well, thank you. I, you know, I appreciate you saying that. And, and you know, it's funny you saying that that uh, I'm somewhat of a mentor to you. I feel exactly the same way uh, <laughs> about you. Is is I learned a lot from you, and and certainly, as I say, just learn a lot from the folks here. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they intend to teach it or not, I, you, yep. you know, God's got a way of, of kind of opening your eyes. Absolutely. To think. So, Dave, uh, you're a leader, a facilitator of the Alpha program as well at the Ark. Yeah, we we aren't really doing Alpha right now at mm-hmm. the Ark. Um, we're, we're trying to get it set up with COVID. It, it, it's a little more challenging to get that happening. God has put some incredible people and incredible things in my path to to help me grow. Mm-hmm. And one of them certainly was the Alpha program. I mean, I think that's really where I came to Christ was through Alpha. You know, I, I think of you know the Holy Spirit Saturday, and and people you know said, do you want you know do you want to be prayed for, Dave, at the end of it? And I said, yeah, sure. A Holy um, Spirit Saturday. Yeah. So basically, the whole Saturday is focused on who the Holy Spirit is and, and mm-hmm. what His works are, and what His role in the Trinity is, if you like, mm-hmm. and then how do you receive Him, mm-hmm. and uh, and then sort of live into His power. So at the end of the day, again, I probably wasn't a Christian. I really hadn't given myself to Christ. So they asked, you know, do, do you want to give your life to Christ? Do you want to receive the Holy Spirit? Spirit. And, and so I was like, yeah, sure. Um, mm-hmm. that, that would be great. So the group prayed for me. And at the end of it, he's like, wow, okay, congratulations, if you like. Mm-hmm. Do you feel anything? And I went, no, yeah. I'm not one of those people that feel stuff, you yeah. know, like the physical <laughs> manifestations they talk about. I don't feel stuff. 
Like, I'm an accountant, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. So anyway, so that was Saturday. Sunday, the church I went to has a couple of opening anthems. And so I'm standing up and, and singing, and I could just feel this wave of sort of power fill my chest. And, uh, oh, what's this? I don't, what's this? And, and so it, it, the feeling kind of stopped. And then I was like, no, 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 no. This is great. And yeah. it was the whole, I'm, you know, it was the Holy Spirit just, you know, rather than on the Saturday, it was the next day at church, uh-huh. I think just, just filling me, you know, with, with his love and just, I could just feel the, just this palpable presence in my heart, mm-hmm. just, just uh, a warmth. And, and it just sort of went through my whole body. And, you know, there's a little line in there that, that you know, the spirit of God will confess or convict your spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what would happen. That was what happened to, to me uh-huh. in my mind. So, yeah, so Alpha has been a huge part of, you know, that initial part of my journey. And then I was, again, blessed as God put this in my path to be a facilitator, a group leader, a group facilitator, probably for about eight or 10 sessions of, of Alpha. And again, just the blessing of, mm-hmm. to, to meet with people, you know, maybe minister with them, but just seeing God at work. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, seeing, yeah, just his love for people. And and I just remember one, well, I remember a whole bunch, but there's this one lady who came who was church shopping, mm-hmm. um, but just in a, you know, if, if you like, in a, in a cavalier, not taking it all seriously. She came to church on Sunday and they announced, you know, last chance to sign up for Alpha, which starts started that Monday. So it was just by chance, right? Mm-hmm. She'd, she'd come the following Sunday, you know, it would have been too late. God put us in, in the same group. And her story was, was just unbelievable you know she she'd come from parents who were kind of churchgoers and then they became swingers mm-hmm. and then that got her just completely off track she oh, got yeah. drugs and por- porno movies and just just everything but god didn't let go of her right which kept pulling her back and then on on again you know, Holy Spirit Saturday um, for for this lady just prayed for her. Asked her if she wanted, you know, receive the Spirit and 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 accept Jesus as her Savior. She said, Yeah, for sure. And as part of that prayer, you you sort of ask, Is there stuff in your life that you need forgiveness for? And she said, Dave, you have no idea. And I said, Well, don't tell me, but just work through it in your in your mind and your heart and give it all over to God. And I remember she had uh, cotton leggings on in her face. She's bent over and was, her her eyes were basically on top of her knees. If you like. And they were soaked. Wow. Just with the tears as God was cleansing her and working through her. I'm getting kind of choked up now thinking about mm-hmm. it. Like it was just, ah, it was just such a beautiful moment. Yeah. And 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 beautiful, powerful moment to see God at work. And, and you know, that was maybe a bigger story, but there's all sorts of stories in that direction of, of seeing God at work. And that's why, like, Alpha has been such a blessing to me to, mm-hmm. you know, to share people's stories, but just basically to see God at work. And so, yeah, yeah the, for those that don't know, the Alpha program is, is a Bible-based program. Alpha meaning? It's the beginning. It's Christianity 101, mm-hmm. you know, the foundational principle. So, you know, the first, the first session is who is Jesus, right? You know, and, and the second session is why did he die, right? And then, and then how can I have faith in, in a world like that we live in? How can I really have faith? Talks about prayer, reading the Bible, healing, big, you know, big weekend focus on, on the Holy Spirit. And all those kind of things that you, you know, when you think of Christianity, what's it about? This course covers it. Yeah, and it's, and it's been around forever. Well, mm-hmm. probably 20 years and it's worldwide. There's millions and millions of people have taken it. And, mm-hmm. 
and mm -hmm. it's just it's a great course and and it's neat that as much as I say it's Christianity 101 is and, and so you kind of think it's for the newbie the searcher that you know you're just starting off or whatever um, but I've had people tend um, and being some of my groups and they've said you know, who've been mature Christians who've been Christians if you like all their life mm -hmm. and they get a ton out of it absolutely like it's like you say alpha being the beginning or the sort of primary working your way up through the being exposed for the first time maybe to the gospel and, and all of that but we all need to sometimes go back to the drawing board I mean myself as well I don't think it would hurt anybody to take the alpha program no matter how long you've been a Christian and go back and start again and just look at everything yeah and one lady said to me that she just has taken things for granted because she's been a Christian for so long and it almost kind of ties back to Jacob wrestling with God mm -hmm. you know there's certain things I think you know that happen and and we you know why did it happen mm -hmm. you know and I think we have to kind of maybe not wrestle but question yep. and, and and just rather than just take it for granted because I think the firmer our foundation the more we wrestle with God the more he reveals truth to us the more I feel like to some extent we give stuff over to him the stronger our faith will be so that when the inevitable crisis hit mm -hmm. our faith is stronger yeah right and I think if you're just kind of walking blindly if you like mm -hmm. uh, through life that when stuff happens you know that those things can really become you know a faith crisis as opposed to, well, no, look at all the stuff I've learned about God, and I can just lean into those truths rather than have to develop them all. Well, that's, that's really significant, like uh, amazing, because you're talking about being prepared. You know, preparing yourself spiritually, preparing yourself for life, and people get, uh, for lack of a better term, sucker punched by life sometimes, and, and it takes your legs out, you know? Mm -hmm. because you're not expecting it and because you've been maybe following a model that isn't accurate with Christianity and, and we do have trials and tribulations just like anyone else to start with and, and we're even promised that, you know. But God's well, there. Yeah, that's right. And that's why I think the, you know, the, like the churches that people go to have to be doctrinally complete, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, for sure, grace and faith and salvation and absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. But into this life, troubles will come, Yes, right? And and it's not like, well, you know, that prosperity gospel stuff is, is a little dangerous because that's not biblically, to me, it's not biblically sound, right? Right. And so you're right. I mean, we've got to, it's, it's got to be sound. And so you do have to prepare yourself. And the only way you can prepare yourself is spend more time with God. Absolutely. Right? So, Dave, you also do uh, um, Sunday Connects. They have a, a, what they call Sunday Connects here at the Ark. Yeah. What's that all about? It, well, it's, it's sort of the Ark's version of, of a church service, but really it's it's just a glorified uh, home group mm -hmm. where, where there might be 8 or 10 or 12 of us, depending on the day. And, and I'll pick a topic and sort of talk a little bit about that and then just sort of throw it open to the group for, for discussion. And that's an open group to anyone? Yeah, it's open to anybody. Yep. Uh, yeah, we sort of have our core group that attend, but uh, but certainly, yeah, it's open to anybody. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to find out ways of increasing the reach mm -hmm. um, of the program. But certainly, COVID is, is challenging that a bit. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's, that's that's more or less what it is. So you have people from all walks of life there, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, all walks of life. You know, it's primarily our community, but mm -hmm. all all um, sort of stages of, of their journey with God mm -hmm. as, as well. So yes. we get into some some great great discussions. I talked earlier about you know. The first session of Alpha is who is Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that was one of my discussions.
discussions at Sunday Connect. So mm-hmm. who is Jesus? Right. And and it's great because sometimes with, with Alpha, it's, you know, that middle class sensibilities, you've got your filters on. There's no filters. Right. These, <laughs> these guys, if they believe Jesus is Son of God, boom. If they yep. don't, and one of the guys didn't, mm-hmm. and so it just created a great discussion. Mm-hmm. The people that did believe, I challenged them. I said, well, why do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Right? And not just because it says in the Bible, because, I mean, that's ultimate, but really. And and so it was it was a really great a really great discussion and I and I learn a lot from it I mean you know because it forces me to think well why do I really believe Jesus Son of God but there's one one example that just sort of s- stuck with me you know for the last probably three years this happened we were talking just about the the emptiness that we feel and you know the need for God and and mm-hmm. the the concept I think Augustine said that we have a God shaped hole in our heart and it, and we we try you know endlessly to try to fill that hole mm-hmm. and you know we we can fill it with you know sex and drugs and alcohol and it just you know we find it's less and less satisfying that hole still there and of course that becomes very destructive behavior and one of the gentlemen in in the group said that he was offended by what I just said and so I asked him why and he said well I'm an addict and whenever I hear this emptiness thing those are the things sex drugs alcohol that's what people fill this hole that you're talking about heart shapes his God shaped uh, a hole in the heart hole in the heart yeah and you know he looked right at me and he said what about you what do you fill that hole with yeah and i thought man that is a great question so i so i got up and and went across the room and shook his hand and apologized to him for saying that Mm -hmm. and thanked him for opening my eyes because yeah i've got stuff that i you know i fill that hole with you know my job my career, you know, money, material possessions, all those kind of things mm-hmm. that, that try to give my, my life meaning, you know, that failed miserably. Mm-hmm. You know, the only difference is that the things he used to fill the hole are a little more, less socially accepted. A little more evident, a, a little, little more obvious maybe. A little more obvious. Yeah. And the destructive impact is, mm-hmm. as you say, way more obvious mm-hmm. than, than the destructive impact of what I was trying to fill that, right. that God-shaped hole with. But at the end of the day, they're both destructive. Mm-hmm. Right, and, yes. I, and I learned so much from these guys, and that, that was one that I just carried with me, and and I found it. And I always check myself on it now. Yeah, you. How long have you been a Christian for? for about fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sixty. So obviously, yeah. forty-five years of my life, I, I wasn't a Christian. Right. You know, I, I I think I had a spiritual interest in it, but there was just so much about uh, the church, and maybe not Christianity per se, but so much about the church that turned me off. Uh, uh, you know, yes. some of it. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I was dragged to church by my by my parents and it was you know dress up and and put your sunny best on and you know behave and all that kind of stuff and and man i i you know i hate to use the word but i hated church yeah it just it was just awful and i argued about with my folks all all the time about going they actually bribed me to to go i wanted a dog desperately i was in grade three and they <laughs> said if you go to church we'll get you a dog wow. and uh, so i got the dog amazing and of course i couldn't go to church <laughs> because i had to play with the dog <laughs> so you know that continued probably the, the 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 bartering back and forth probably until about grade four grade five and mm-hmm. they just gave up and, wow. and and i you know basically never went to church all through public school all through high school and all through university i just found that there were you know that that early stuff kind of scarred me and there were you know to me too many problems with church people they were kind of you know they followed the rules they mm-hmm. you know they were goody two shoes and yeah. all that kind of stuff and you know my buddies and I we'd, we'd get the alcohol induced you know philosophical discussions right where we were, we thought we were the smartest people on the planet <laughs> and there were just too many unanswered questions you know like, you know again we'd look around at the world and just kind of go wow if there's a God why isn't he doing something about this mm-hmm. and and a buddy you know in that group his nephew fell 
had a you know severe brain injury and 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 actually you know eventually died from it and and so I mean that was it was not a moment of crisis in faith because we weren't faithful mm-hmm. but it really just said you know again that question if, if if there's a God why did he let this this happen yeah. and you know I just thought God was so distant even if there was one I'm not going to worship him right and that kind of continued all all the way through my work life right so I got married you know was busy with work busy with kids and you know again filling that God shaped hole mm-hmm. uh, in my life with with those kind of things of the world and and you know on the surface everything looks good you know so I thought I don't need church I don't need God but you know what was I doing well I was taking sleeping pills because I couldn't get to sleep at night. I was on antidepressants because I had very, very short temper, very short fuse, stressed all the time, worrying about everything, and and was was depressed, right? So I was on antidepressants. But, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we did a bunch of, of church shopping, but nothing seemed to stick. Again, mm-hmm. that old impression I had, you know, church was just negative and, and nothing could get through it. We um, being you and your wife? My wife yes. and I, yeah. And she'd gone to church most of her life. I think if she looks back now, she would say, even though she went to church, she wasn't a Christian right. because she didn't understand the whole concept of mm-hmm. accepting Jesus as your Savior, which is, you know, mind-boggling. They sure go through life that, and not realize something that. good to do something socially you know you're you're keeping yourself out of trouble you're getting you know maybe some community supports of some kind that's what it was for me I is way, that right you know when i was younger you know something social yeah but but the message doesn't get through mm-hmm. my dad went to church his whole life yeah. and on his deathbed he asked his pastor am i going to heaven yeah he just didn't understand right yeah but eventually my wife is say she was told more than i was and she started going to a church in town called forest city community church which is a fantastic uh, church especially for you know those seeking uh, very open and, and stuff and I noticed some changes in her uh, you know and she was a little lower key and you know she said that you know she was a nurse and nurses are bad and sort of gossiping talking about somebody's not working as hard and you know negative you know all that kind of stuff and and she just stopped doing that it wasn't a conscious thing it was just God was changing her right so I thought well okay I'll, I'll go to Forest City there were two things that stand out for me uh, on that in my journey early on one was a series they did, did series on certain topics and one of the series was losing your religion and again I was very early on I don't think I was a Christian at the time and I thought ah this is just going to be one of those uh, you know society's going down the drain because everybody's losing their religion they got to get religion back and stuff and of course I was totally wrong the message was yeah you should lose your religion lose your rules lose your legalism uh, lose all that stuff you're trying to do to impress people lose all the stuff you're trying to do to earn your salvation mm-hmm and develop a relationship with God. It's not religion, it's relationship. And it was like, whoa, that was just such a mind-blowing thing for me. I've never heard that concept. And, and that was like, you know, close to 15 years ago, and it's just stuck with me forever. And then the second thing, as we talked about earlier, was, uh, was Alpha. You know, just getting on that course. I remember, in addition to what I said earlier about the Holy Spirit, Saturday, I remember reading a little booklet, Why Jesus? And I could just feel something in my heart that was like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is real. This isn't just, you know, a bunch of old people, you know, talking about stuff. This right. Is, this is, Jesus is real. And that was probably my first personal encounter with Jesus, was reading that little booklet. Isn't that something? Yeah, yeah, which is, my wife was working, and I was just going through some stuff, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll read this. I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing, just reading that book, and, and the chair and everything and so you know that was one of those little not mini aha but great big aha moments wow right as I say that was my encounter so say so I talked about Alpha in, the, in terms of you know that that Holy Spirit Saturday and and as I've said earlier since then God has just put a ton of things in my in on my path 
in my life. You know, I, I, you know, when I first was a Christian, you know, I prayed all, like every day on the way to work. Just thank you for saving me. Like, I can't believe you saved me. You know, I mean, people say about, you know, you got you to gotta hit rock bottom to be saved. I wasn't rock bottom, but I was at a point, obviously, in my life where God knew, okay, I can get his attention now. And I was just, you know, I just prayed and thanks for that. And then I would just say, God, help me to be an ambassador for you right that, that that people will see me they don't see me they see you shining through me god has been faithful to that prayer request he has as i said alpha the ark great friends that have all kind of put me on on the path you know to come closer to him and hopefully help you know to bring some people along the way as well but really has helped me grow a deeper more intimate relationship with god and really strengthened my faith Beautiful. Yeah, and it's yeah. just crazy, right? And 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 like the changes that he's made in me. We were talking about this actually at Sunday Connect yesterday, where somebody said, "I want God to change me," and I'm just I'm trying, trying so hard to you know this fellow was having a challenge with blue movies, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm trying so hard, and trying and having the desire is great, but I said humbly and respectfully, how much are you letting God do this, right? As opposed to you trying to do it yourself. And I said, everybody's different, so I'm not preaching at you, but I said, my experience is the changes that have happened in my life, yeah, you know, I'll pray specifically a little bit to God, but I think they've just happened quasi-supernaturally without, you know, I used to swear all the time. As I said earlier, I used to be stressed out, very short fuse, worry. Hard for me to even imagine. Yeah, and people have said that, and I went, well, yeah, go talk to my family. (laughs) Right? I wouldn't give a nickel. Yeah. Well, that's overstated, but I hardly gave anything yeah. to charity. Right? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm a lot more generous than I was before. Just the, the transformation. Yeah. Yeah. The change, the list can kind of go on and on. Mm-hmm. The, the the desire that God has put in my heart to be here at the ark, mm-hmm. you know, to, to uh, I don't want to say help because that just sounds like, oh, I'm helping. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean it in that way, but to serve, maybe that's a better way to say mm-hmm. it, to serve people in this community. Right? I mean, that's not Dave. No. Right? That's God putting that desire on my heart. And I'm not an emotional guy, but man, when you see the folks in the, and you know what it's like, Dave, when you mm-hmm. see the folks in this community, your heart just breaks, right? It just breaks, but it's not, that's not in my power that's a changed heart yes that's that's doing that that's feeling that way so dave you also do nlpm new life prison ministries yeah can you tell us a little bit about like i know what that is because i i was um a student student, yeah yeah so new life prison ministries a a friend of ours introduced me to uh, to the program and so i'm a quote-unquote instructor and and what that entails is is that there are students in most of the institutions across the country which is fantastic that Mm -hmm. it's got that kind of a reach and so the students will take a course and there's usually about say 10 chapters in each course with a bunch of multiple choice questions somebody in the office will you know mark right or wrong and then there's a uh, just a general comment question at the end of each chapter and you know it's called what do you say so mm-hmm. it's like you know to what it, whatever they respond to that then I provide comments back to them specific to their response and then at the end of it I kind of just summarize things with a letter if there's a main theme coming out of mm-hmm. out of their comments or the one I just completed the other day a fellow was uh, asking specific you know what's the story of Jacob wrestling with God all about yeah so you know provided some thoughts on that mm-hmm. so it's it's really it's it's, a, it's been a blessing for me hopefully a blessing for them to some extent and, and you just kind of learn uh, you know to the extent that they're comfortable mm-hmm. when they share stuff about the, about their uh, experiences when I read some of this stuff the the first student I had uh, he took a course on anger and the first question that he was asked was tell us about the first time you really remember experiencing anger mm-hmm. and this fellow said I was 
young. My mom had just left my dad and her new boyfriend had beaten her. Oh, oh boy is right, mm. right? So, you know, like, I don't know how, how to respond to that, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, the thing that went through my head was, man, if that happened to me, I'd be in the cell right next to you. Yeah. Right? The, the stuff that people have had to endure and the things that, it, you know, that, the, the consequences that follow, it's just no fault of their own. So I think it's a real blessing if, if I can help people understand that God loves them in the context of these courses, then I, you know, that's, that's wonderful. Like typical public school, they start off with easier courses. The first five courses are, are the everlasting story that really are just basically look, looking at the Bible. And then we get into the life course. Mm -hmm. So dealing with, as I say, a course on anger, being on the street, loneliness, dealing with your addictions, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I say that's really when the questions, you know, ask to the extent they're comfortable sharing what's happened to them. And that's when you really get into it to, mm -hmm. to what people are, you know, are dealing with. It's so hard. I mean, some of the, you know, the addiction course and some of the other courses that are kind of addiction related, these guys want to get clean, right? They really want to get clean and, and they celebrate I've been, you know, they'll tell me I've been clean for like three weeks and then, ah, oh, you know, they'll, they'll say, you know, a naive me in my little upper class bubble, you know, you can't get drugs in a prison. Well, they're more accessible there than, right? Exactly. Than they are on the street. And so they have these setbacks and, and you have, you know, you want to encourage them and, 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 and lean into God for strength and, and stuff. Yeah, it's been really rewarding for me. There was one guy, he was searching, searching, searching all the time. And he had questions and he just couldn't believe. He said, I can't believe this. I can't believe, you know, the foundational concepts of Christianity. I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe. And then finally he believed. Yeah. And it was just, you know, thank God for that. <laughs> Thank God for that. And it was just wonderful. And he was getting himself clean. But the devil's at work, eh? The yes. devil's at work. And I think that's more when you're under attack mm -hmm. is, is when you've, you've made some steps, mm -hmm. right? And so what, you know, what did the devil do? Well, this guy had a buddy in another institution that he was going to request a transfer to get into his buddy's institution to bring him to Christ. Yes. And his buddy OD'd. Oh, before that could happen mm -hmm. and was you know an early on in his journey you know, faith crisis right and rather than waiting to complete a course he just wrote me a letter back saying you know Dave I'm hurting why did why did God do this he knew mm -hmm. I wanted to do this uh, to save my, my buddy why did this happen and man that was tough I can imagine that was that was a tough two-page letter and you but you were there you were there to help him through that in a way like it's correspondence right yeah it's just correspondence yeah, through the yeah. mail but you know what you're right Dave and I felt really privileged that he reached out to me mm -hmm. you know because I'm, I'm sure uh, even with COVID there's you know there's you know prison chaplains that, that he could have yeah. reached out to and other people but he re reached out to me mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm really you know was grateful for that opportunity and it showed that over the time our relationship you know had developed to the point where he did have have trust and in, in, in being able to reach out to me think about this as well I don't know if you it's ever occurred to you but someone's doing time and could be a short time could be a long time could be federal provincial whatever but they've got a long time to go and and a lot of people have been cut off from any other support they don't have they don't get mail for example and those letters arrive from new life prison ministries for them and the guys are climbing the walls they're so excited to get them and and showing people you think that they'd be like oh this is a christian thing i better have to look what i got mail and i got certificates yeah. as well oh yeah they're quite you know proud Mm -hmm. and very pleased to get these certificates as you say mm -hmm. you get them for each of the first five courses and then every five or ten or whatever it is and they are very very proud i've talked to a couple people that i know from the art who have gone through an lpn and some of the other prison christian 
courses, and they've got all their document. They, they've yes. got all their certificate. Yeah, right. And you're yeah. talking to one of them. I oh yeah. Mine, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because you know, over the years, I, I, you know, in my walk, have gone up and down and all over and around, experienced some tragedies and things in my life and some loss. And one of the things was, you know, losing everything I owned a couple of times, and I still have those certificates, and I don't know how that happened, but I lost all my office files, everything, all my legal files, everything was was taken from me and had nothing. But the other day I found one binder in a box and those were in there. And then I had known you for so long and then found out that you actually do that program as well. And and yeah. uh, so and some other staff members as well. Again, mm-hmm. people are like, I still have mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it just shows that what, you know, how important the, the program is to, is to people. It is. You yeah. know, it's, and it's just, I say, it's just a blessing to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'm just incredibly grateful, obviously, to be saved and then for, for God to changing me and then and then hopefully using me to, to advance his kingdom. I've got a long, long way to go. But well, certainly stepping back, being a third party and stepping back, me being the third party, you and God being the first two, I can see that transformation in you, not having known what you were like before but hearing this now it's clear you know and the person that i see before me is all the things you want to be oh, and thank you're, you. you're asking god to be and and you're a blessing in my life i mean we're, we're pretty much out of time today did you have anything you wanted to say as a message dates no I, I you know maybe just just to emphasize that that last little bit you mm-hmm. know just to say that i am incredibly grateful to to god and my life my experience is just testimony to as we've said the transformative power of god promises of the bible that the Holy Spirit comes to reside within you will change you from within. And you know, when I when people say, Why do you believe all this stuff? Right. I'll just say, Well, here I was then, here I am now. Explain the difference in the absence of God. Right on. I, I can't. Right. I'm, yes. I'm just saying it's 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 a it's a miracle. And that is that is a testimony of God's power. Yeah. It's an evident testimony of God's power. And I'm just happy you could come today and share that with us. And thanks, Dave. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for asking me. It was a real privilege. All right, bro. I hope that you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. That's 519-701-0108. God bless you.